Welcome to today's episode of the Love Truth Leadership Podcast, where we delve into the raw and real aspects of self-growth. In this episode, I'm opening up about my personal struggles with depression and migraines. These challenges have disrupted my miracle morning routine and affected my sleep, but there's a powerful lesson in this. I'm learning to recognize and conquer negative thoughts, proving that even in tough times, we can find inner strength. Remember, we all face hurdles, but we also possess the power to overcome them. Join Larry and I as we explore this journey of resilience and growth. Welcome back to LTL, everybody. So today we kind of have a loose subject. Um, I want you, I want you guys to be aware that where I sit here and I talk about this positive change that needs to be made in everyone's life and this and that. I want you all to remember that I'm, I'm working on this actively too, as I, as I talk about it, as, as we've done all these episodes and. And everything, I'm still continuing to try to improve myself, and this is why I feel like this is a, an important um, meaning for me or a purpose for me is because I can actively take what I'm learning and share it with you. So that being said, I want you to know that I personally have been struggling with my self improvement as of lately. I've been in a little bit of a depressed state. I've been neglecting to do my my savers for the past week. And if you guys don't know what the savers are, that's uh, silence. silence. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Eller. Oh, go ahead. You know, you know it better than I do. <laughs> Accusation. Accusations. <laughs> Actualization. No, affirmations. Mom. Affirmations. The, yeah, here, I'll, I'll run through it. It's, so the Savers uh, Miracle Morning Routine, Savers is, uh, is silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing, or otherwise journaling, writing stuff down. And if you haven't uh, had the chance to either read or listen to the Miracle Morning book, that's something that we suggest that you do. And actually, um, now that I'm talking to you about it, I'm going to go back through that book and I'm going to listen to it again. And it's something that whenever I was doing them, I noticed my days were improved. I was in a good mood. And as of late, I've had an external circumstance infecting my sleep pattern. So I've had... Um, in, in the wintertime, I suffer from migraines, and I, I relate them to that. They're not serious enough to where they need to be diagnosed, I think, or figure out where they need to come from. And besides, our medical system would like to take a lot of money for me to figure out where they come from, so I'm just all right having them. Um, but additionally, at the same time, they completely throw off my, my sleep pattern. So I, I wake up at anywhere between, you know, two to three in the morning, sometimes earlier, sometimes later, but that's on the average whenever I wake up and I just have a, a blistering migraine and 
you know, on average, they last about 20 minutes. They're not very long. You know, it doesn't last a very long time. And they, but at the same time, after having this migraine, I'm a, I'm a, I'm awake. I have a hard time getting back to sleep after having them. I, I sit there and, and, uh, feel like I should start my day at 3 a.m., which is sometimes unrealistic because I've only gone to bed at 11. So, you know, I've had, what, four hours of sleep. Um, so that being said, it's something that I'm, that is getting in the way of, of what I, what I'm trying to achieve here because at the, after I, you know, am done having the migraine and I'm trying to get back to sleep, being so awake, I don't get back to sleep till like, four or 5 a.m. And then that puts my, you know, wake up time at eight instead of, you know, eight or eight 30 instead of, you know, six thirty seven. which, you know, is one of those things where I should still have the drive to practice this morning miracle routine, but I'm in this mind state where right now where I'm like, okay, I'm, trying to stay on top of myself. I'm stri- I'm trying to, you know, tell myself that, you know, like in that book, Unf Yourself, I'm steering a ocean liner, you know, as opposed to steering a canoe. And so it's one of those things where trying to get past that whole thing and remember that my change is not going to just happen overnight. It's not going to happen. And you know, where I've seen gradual change in the past six months, it's, it's not going to be a significant like snap of the, the magic wand. And I'm instantly changed overnight. And my thought patterns are going to be completely different from they, from what they have been my whole life. So it's been difficult and I, and I'm here to share that with you guys and let you know that, that there is struggles in this and that I'm going through it hundred percent. And I can sit here and talk to you and give you this perception that, you know, I'm on this ultimate journey and, and this and that, but I'm me personally, I'm still having struggles. Yeah, I get that too. Sometimes I relapse and then I have to go to journaling to kind of reset my thinking. Yeah. That's what that personally what helps for me i journal the problem and i ask a lot of questions and then sometimes i talk about journal some solutions at least it gets my mind refocused yeah and i'm i'm sitting here at this point where it's like um man that my the depression is getting in my way i feel like it's getting to where i'm sitting here like as much as I know it's worth it, you know, the, 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 in the background of my mind, it's going like, Oh, well, is it really worth it? You know, that's my depression talking and, and, and is this change really going to, you know, make a significance in your life? And what are you, what are you expecting to see out of this change and, and this and that, and, and dealing with the fact that still feeling like my time is late, <laughs> you know, I've, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm 40 years old and what, what, you know, is this change going to make a difference now? What's the point? And, you know, ultimately my, 
what I want to have for myself is it is it oh is it F forty is it really worth it to even still continue to strive to want to want this stuff and it's like well yeah you know it's I'm I'm what I still have half you know another forty years to go hopefully right so keep telling yourself the second half will be better <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, I think the number one thing that really beats me up is the fact that like okay well how come I didn't have these tools whenever I was twenty and that's where I'm trying to bring my purpose into it is like a given given the 20 year olds, these tools, you know, letting them know that this is something that's possible. So that gives me hope. The fact that while I'm continuing to try to strive for change in myself, I can at least hope, hopefully teach somebody else the change as well. And the, and the, the processes of these changes. So did a little bit of, um, researching and, and Larry, jump in at any time as you um i was just gonna say I, weeks ago i saw a little video about a person struggling and um so what he did is he wrote 50 things a day that he was grateful for not just a couple yeah to help him realign his thinking yeah so i i did that i, didn't, I don't think i told you that yet. no so, no you didn't yeah so a couple weeks ago i did it every day i wrote 50 Things, and I didn't repeat myself. That was the challenge. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was 500 things. Yeah. Which is a big deal. And that really helped me rethink some things. Yeah. And that, I mean, I want to take note real quick and, and let the audience know Larry's practiced at writing the, <laughs> those things. Maybe that's a little bit of a challenge to do if you're just starting out with gratitude um, because it's something that I think I would struggle to find 50 things a day. And and well, it, and to make them all different every day too. Yeah, it was a good. <clears throat> it was a challenge. This guy did it, and, he, and I thought, man, if you're in a slump or something, I just wanted to see how it would work. And, yeah, and it helped me see things a little bit differently. And, and it took a yeah, it definitely took a few minutes, but hey, it was worth it. Yeah, it, it I, mean, I don't it. think I mean because like whenever I do my, whenever I was doing my journaling, and which I need to get back into doing, and and I'm I, I'm gonna make a, a vow right now to get back into it but whenever i was doing it I, you know in four minutes i was getting about 20 to 25 things now granted i was being grateful for the same things you know every day uh you know re repeating the things that i was grateful for um which i feel like is okay to to have that as well you know so if you guys are struggling trying to find if you want to take on that challenge of writing 50 things a day, say maybe make it to where, you know, be lenient on yourself. If you, if you can't find something that you don't want to, or that, let me rephrase that. If you need to repeat the things that you're grateful for, go ahead and do yeah, it. That's okay. But, yeah. But, but I took different areas of life. I look back, what special events was I grateful for? What about special relationships? Okay. I went back to my school years talking about where some things that were meaningful. And I said, oh, I'm thankful for that. About teachers that had influence on me, certain people, uh, physical, uh, spiritual, all those different elements that affected my life. And so I started expanding. Okay. So that, so looking at it that way, I could see how it'd be, it could be definitely acquirable. That's for sure. If you can divide your life up and say, okay, um, 
in school, what could I be thankful for? In work, what I, what can I be thankful for? My spirituality, what can I be thankful for? And my lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. If you divide it all up. Yeah, and that, that would help expand it more. Yeah. So I wrote categories down and then I said, okay, what, what things can I feel grateful for in those different categories? Okay, okay. So that now that that seems a lot more achievable to me for sure. When I practice my gratitude, I try to remind myself that I'm grateful for myself. I I feel like we are as a whole, as a whole society, we're really hard on ourselves. We do we live in a lot of comparison with social media and all kinds of stuff. And social media, I actually because I realized that I had a problem. I, I have a problem with social media. As I'm as I'm sure a lot of us do, where I was shoot. I was getting up and first thing I was doing was getting onto Instagram and looking at my phone for, you know, what I thought was 15, 20 minutes. Now I want you to now listen to this, Larry. I, I took and with my phone, I can set a timer on how much I can spend on social media. And I just did this this week. I set the timer up to where I'm only allowed 30 minutes a day on social media. I was done with that 30 minutes before I got dressed. Wow. <laughs> yes. And, I, and, and I'm sitting there. The timer said, you have five minutes left. And I'm like, no way. You know, there's yeah. no way that I've been doing this for for 25 minutes already. It, it can hijack your mind. Years oh ago, my. I, I was getting on TikTok because I like the high adrenaline, extreme sports stuff that people do. Yeah. And next thing I know, it's an hour and a half has gone by. I go, what the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I sat, I was astounded. It's like, man, I haven't even gotten into the shower yet to get, to get my day. And I was like, okay, so no wonder I'm having a hard time Addiction getting my <laughs> my uh savers savers done i'm sitting here for 25 minutes on on social media so i'm gonna i'm gonna actually after i get uh after we're done recording i'm gonna set my timer for five minutes well what i've done is i sometimes sometimes the most difficult habits i'm trying to do is i i try to get that done first in the day yeah then i don't and so i do that habit stacking that uh James Clear talks about in the Atomic Habit. And yeah. So when I'm trying to add a new habit, I just stack it on the ones. I, so I do the savers very first thing before anything else. Yeah. It kind of sets the tone. Yeah. And then, and then if you want a reward with social media, if that's what that's exactly. Yeah. That's that's the thing I need to start do use that, do use that it as a reward. reward. But if that's what you want to do, but I I get those done in the morning, in the meditation and the prayer and read so that's one that's one thing i'm proud about my about myself is i i still have found time an extra 15 minutes you know before before i i should say my day begins at work to to get that meditation in which which is still i feel like a big deal for me because my brain is quite talkative it's a very loud a very loud organism <laughs> it is something that is that is um very thoughtful it thinks a lot it ruminates a lot and and something that meditation has really helped me keep that away 
and learn to accept that my thoughts are just things that are visiting me. I'm not visiting my thoughts. Does that make sense? Right. Something that, you know, to approach my thoughts with, you know, compassion, recognize them and then let them go, let them pass on their day or let them pass on their way so I can continue my day and not keep thinking on things. And, and whenever we first started talking, you know, I had a problem with rumination. Like, yeah, I think we all do. We ruminate and then we beat ourselves up. Yeah. And then we got to say, hey, what can I do to get out of this spiral, you know? Yeah. And uh, we got to be more compassionate on ourselves. It's, 100%. Oh, my God. I mean, and that self-talk can be so damaging. So I think I told you earlier, sometimes I'll just start singing a more uplifting song. If I have a self-talk, I just want to break the pattern. Yeah. that What I started doing was telling myself I love myself. And I'll, re- <laughs> I'll repeat it. 10 times whenever I start sitting there thinking and I I recognize that's the other thing that meditation has really brought into me is the, the ability to recognize my thoughts and not them, not just let them, you know, control you or, you know, take me hostage. And so I've been, whenever I have, you know, that ruminating thought, whenever I think about like my most recent relationship that I live in regret in and this kind of thing, or that I miss and stuff like that. I sit there and, and recognize that thought, give it the compassion, let it pass on it on its way. And then immediately I'm like, Nick, I love you, man. You know, Hey, I love you, Nick. And just keep, keep repeating that. <laughs> and, then, and, uh, and then it, and then it goes away. And, um, one thing that really, stuck out with me is and that I notice that I do is I I like to and it's I have a hard time admitting this but I like to judge people and and I I don't know where I saw this um it might have been on social media but it was saying it said that if you ever notice yourself judging other people it's because you're judging yourself and that really stuck with me you know, it's like, okay, wow. So if you, if you have the ability and I've noticed this, if you have the ability to, to wish people well, and then that'll take your judgment away from them. And so that's the other thing that I've been practicing a lot lately. I haven't been practicing, like I said, I haven't been practicing my savers, but I've been practicing my active thinking throughout the day, which I think is something, if I can take away something from the past six months and be able to sit there and realize, okay, like, I'm steering this giant ship and it's taking a long time for it to turn. But look, I've been able to recognize my active thoughts throughout the day. I mean, we have anywhere between 6,000 to 50,000 thoughts a day. Which, Quite a bit. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and uh, you know, they might be small, insignificant thoughts, something pertaining to work, or there might be thoughts about the person that you're, that you're helping it, it the, the the range of these thoughts are are astounding and if you can recognize 10% of them and and see at least the negative ones that you're having and that's what I've if I can take anything away I'm able to recognize my negative thoughts well I think awareness is the first thing oh, yeah. to, to change yeah and and I so at least I'm I can't be where I've been beating myself up And like, man, this isn't happening fast enough. What steps have you, like, where are you going with this and blah, blah. And this actually just dawned on me as I'm talking to you guys. It's like, 
at least I can recognize my negative thoughts through the day now. Yeah, where before people just living in and they don't. Oh, I was living and, in them, and they get in a rut and they can't get out. Yeah, I was living in them a hundred percent. I think the I kind of like to think the savers is equivalent to mental fitness, like physical fitness. Oh yeah. And if you stop exercising, what happens to your muscles? Oh, they go. Yeah, they deteriorate. Yeah. Well, it's the same with the mental. Oh, yeah. So if you're getting it, I think when people back off the savers, then they're more acceptable to get weaker to to their past thought. You know, and I didn't think about this till just now whenever you started bringing that up. And uh, again, I don't remember where I I heard this, but it was uh, if you have, so say you work out for, you know, three months and you increase your physical strength by 30%. And then you take one month off. <laughs> back, back to ground zero, <laughs> yeah, man. To, um, yeah, you take a Okay, so, you know. So maybe that's just what happened to you, Nick. You, yeah. you, you, took, a, you took a week off and now yeah. you're, oh, crap, now I got to get back out. Yeah. And, right? And this is, I, I, I'm going to publicly make this dedication and I am going to, Get back into it. I'm going to start my savers again. Headache or not, if I have a headache at 3 a.m., I'm staying awake. There's there's no point. Well, you might as well do something more proactive. Yeah. You might as well work on your savers exactly. or something. Yeah. You know? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and 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 figure out things to do, you know, for the... I mean, shoot, 3 a.m. I don't have to be at work till 10. That's, that's seven hours of, of being awake before my day even, I would say, begins. And all right, well, there well, it is. There it is. You could get all your savers then, and you go, you know what? I could sleep in now because I did my savers. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able, I don't think I'd want to go back to bed afterwards. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to get on that new trainer I just got and exercise for four, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. So we should tell our audience out there part of the thing that we found on exercise, at least everything I've read, is at least 20 minutes in some type of aerobic act activity yeah day yeah get, get the heart going you can do more than that but they're saying at least 20 minutes yeah and and i and that's something that i've been neglecting with i i love bike riding and well today at minus eight would be a little nippy yeah but <laughs> i i was fortunate i'm fortunate enough to work in the field that i of something that i love and so i get i get a little bit of bonuses from that you know and stuff so i was able to get a you know, a smart trainer. And, and that is something that I am actually very excited to have because that's going to be able to, you know, get me back into it and get me back into shape and, and have that, you know, ability to go ride a hundred miles once a week and that kind of stuff like I used to do. And that's something that I've been neglecting doing for, for a while. And, we get into these, you know, especially me, I get into where I have three hobbies that I like, and one of them is not a healthy hobby. It's what well, it could be healthy if I approached it like that, but I'm not a, I'm not a 15, 20 minute kind of guy. I'm like, and I'm talking about video games. And if I go in, if I'm going to play a video game, I'm playing that video game for hours. And then, and next thing you know, my whole Sunday is gone. And, uh, so I'm going to turn that energy and hopefully have it back into my cycling. Back into cycling. Yeah. So, um, 
we looked up a few things before we started this morning. Like oh, I said, oh, this, you, we should mention here that one of his yeah. favorite things is checking chat GBT. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, actually they got some pretty good insight on stuff there. Yeah. Chat GBT is, is, a is a, is a time saver for one. It's a, it's like having a second brain. It's a it's a big research tool. That's for sure. Now, anytime you use it, make sure that you're, you know, just doing a little bit of cross referencing. But normally, what I find with ChatGPT with what it comes up with is pretty accurate. So we did a Larry and I did a little bit of uh, research this morning about creating more self love and not dwelling on the past. And so, um, and and. Just reading these before we started, I could already tell you there was no need for me to really do any cross, you know, cross referencing of what ChatGPT came up with. So, creating more self love and not dwelling on the past involves a combination of mindset shifts, self care practices, and perhaps seeking external support if needed. Which I'm Larry again. Thank you for allowing me to seek you out for external self self uh, support. My pleasure. Um, so it came up with a few strategies. Practice self-compassion. Recognize that everybody makes mistakes. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer a good friend. Mindfulness and meditation. Engage in mindfulness exercises or meditation. These practices can help you stay present and reduce negative self-talk. Positive affirmations. Use positive affirmations to reinforce your self-worth and combat negative thoughts about yourself. Reflect and learn. Acknowledge past mistakes as opportunities for learning and growth rather than reasons for self-criticism. Self-care. Engage in activities that nurture your physical, emotional, and mental well-being. So that exercise, the savers, set achievable goals, focusing on setting, focus on setting and achieving small manageable goals to build self-confidence and a sense of accomplishment. Seek support. Sometimes talking to friends, family, or professional can provide perspectives and help in processing past events. Journaling. Writing down your thoughts and feelings can be a therapeutic way to process emotions and gain clarity. Limit social comparison. And I think that's a big one for all of us today um, because we all have so- this, this social media aspect that we get to use and hopefully not abuse. Limiting social comparison. Avoid comparing your journey with others. Everyone's path is unique. And the one that I struggle with the most is forgive yourself. Actively work on forgiving yourself. It's a crucial step in moving forward and cultivating self-love. And uh, the one number, th- the number one thing we need to remember is this process is going to take time. And be patient and gentle with yourself along the way. Don't beat yourself up for the amount of time that it's taking at all. And that's and I feel like that's where I've been set off uh, in the past week is that I'm not being patient with myself. I'm not recognizing that this whole thing is taking time. I'm not recognizing the small steps that I've made. And it, um, 
while I've recognized them in this episode, I'm not present with them. And that's something that I need to practice more is my presence with myself and, and realizing that what I'm going through is not an easy process. It's something that is going to take a long time and that I need to realize that it's all worth it. It's it, no matter how late I feel like I am to the, to the court with this, I realize I need to realize that what I'm doing and the steps that I'm taking are all hundred percent worth it. Anything you have to add to that, Larry? No, I was just going to give a quote from Shashank Redemption. Remember uh, Andy, he in a letter to red. Yeah. And he talks about, he says, hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things and any good thing never dies. So what I'm saying is this hope uh, and this podcast is to instill hope in others. that Things can get better. Yeah. It just takes time and just remember to be compassionate, not on yourself, but with others. Oh yeah. And if you do both things will work out, work out for you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and just, just remembering that we, you know, might all have these little things that we need to change the things that we do that we're not proud of. And some of you might be able to get it done quickly and stay on top of yourself. And some of you might struggle with it. And if you're struggling with it, it's okay. As long as you're present with yourself and you're trying to make these steps towards a positive, you're making something happen. And, and that's, that's no, that's no small feat. Well, do what we do between each other. Right? Is uh, I think the people listening is get an action partner, get someone that can you can be accountable to to help you work and do some things that you want to try to achieve. Yeah, and if you if you guys ever need somebody to reach out to, Larry and I are both here for you. Um, our email is lovetruthleadership.podcast at gmail com. We'll definitely get back to you and let you know. You know, we're here for you to support you. I'm I'm here to support you because it helps reinforce what I'm going through and and that's something that if you guys are going through the same thing and you find somebody that you can help remember helping somebody else is going to reinforce what you're going through and 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 bring it to life you know and and bring it to give you some kind of purpose with your change in yourself. Yep. 100%. So I'm Nick. I'm Larry. And this is LTL. Thank you for listening. Have a grateful day. There we go. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Love Truth Leadership. It's been a real journey sharing my struggles and insights with you. Join us next time as we continue this conversation. I'll be sharing the positive shifts I've experienced, improved mood, better self-care, and recognizing life's changes. It's about celebrating growth and the small victories along the way. So stay tuned for an uplifting episode about transformation and resilience. Remember, leadership is not just a title, but the profound expression of the love and truth we bring to the world. As always, Larry and I greatly appreciate you listening.